Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Make no mistake, if you're an author, you're an entrepreneur. You're selling the world on your book, aren't you? Of course, it's not as easy as launching a business and then tossing any old book up on Amazon. That's why I help entrepreneurs publish books on the specific topic and in the specific way that will launch or grow their businesses. Welcome to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with your professor, Anna David. Well, hey there. Thank you for listening. This is a very weird intro. Hi. (laughs) You're listening to Entrepreneur Publishing Academy. I hope you know that. You did download it. Whoa, I'm in a weird mood. I'm your host, Anna David. I talk to authors about and entrepreneurs about how to build a business from a book and, um, and, and all sorts of things around that. And today I have a guest. She, I am proud to say, uh, she's written a book that Legacy Launchpad is publishing. If you are listening to this on release day, then it is also her release day. And it is this lovely book that is really an ode, a love letter to her 90-year-old mom. We talked about that, but really what we got into is how do you approach a book like it's a business? What are your key performance indicators? What are your plans? How are you going to know if you're successful? What do you need to do? And she has an MBA and she's a marketing professional, so I think it really took her by surprise that, you know what, a book is a business, as I often say. Um, So this is a wonderful episode. I think you want the show notes because you want to get links to how you can find her and the book, um, which is really puts the, you know, shit my dad says guy to shame. So you can get the show notes at LegacyLaunchPadPub.com slash blog slash Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E. And the reason you can is her name is Bonnie Habian. So now I give you Bonnie Habian. Bonnie, thank you so much for being here. No, it's my pleasure. I was just saying a couple of years ago, I was listening to your podcast and little did I ever think I'd actually be on it. So my pleasure. Well, you heard me on Dave Chesson's show. We all bow down to Dave Chesson. He was the first guest that I had once I switched this to be a a podcast about books and um, nobody has taught me more about publishing. You know, that's, you know, I started, I remember Googling and, you know, podcasts, I'm just a podcast fanatic and trying to find someone that I felt could really walk me through the steps with candor, right? No sugarcoating, just, this is what you need to do. And I must've listened to those podcasts over and over and everything focused on a very good segment of something that you need to know in each stage. So for me, it was very helpful to kind of go you know, marketing to launch to, you know, self-publishing, not self-publishing, um, and trying to evaluate how you were going to approach the process because it is a marathon. It really, really is. And we were just talking about how, 
um, you know, it's a very personal Yours is an especially personal, isn't a business, dry business book. It is a personal labor of love. And yours is really a love letter to your mom. And so can you describe some of the feelings that are coming up as, as you get, you know, ready for the launch by the time this comes out, the book will have launched, but talk about where you are now. You know, there's so many feelings. It's really a dream come true. I started this probably five or seven years ago when my nieces and nephews and my daughter would say, we really need to write a book about Bess. None of them call a grandma. And so I started, you know, putting these sayings on the side and everything she would say. Then I, I, you know, I'd start getting texts from my nieces, from my nephews, from whomever was around her. And then before you know it, I said, okay, I'm going to really do this. But to see it come to fruition after all of that time, you know, after trying to educate myself, going through developmental editors, going through this process with you, understanding that book marketing is different from what I do as a living as marketing. And now we're the realization that she's going to be here, I think. You know, I was really worried that she may pass before that, but she's going to be here. And that realization that I will be able to show that to her and maybe sit next to her and sign a book, take some photos with her. It really is a dream come true. So it's very emotional because the book itself is funny, but it's very poignant because it's taking you through uh, those later years and lives with parents that not a lot of people talk about. It's not a fun time. And how much does she know about the book now? She knows, but she says, are you still doing your homework? All you do is homework. I don't know why you're writing that damn book. Anyhow, it's so, what do you want to do that for? And then I just start laughing. She goes, well, I hope you make a lot of money. And I laugh and I say, probably not, but it's still worth it. <laughs> And, you know, a lot of people probably are comparing it to um, shit my dad says, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard that? I've read that book. Yeah. What a great book. I mean, what a master in so many ways. I, I don't even know how he was able to get so many Twitter followers. And I know that's how it started. But I think we all have someone in our life that may be like his dad or maybe like my mom, maybe different versions of that. And it's great to see when they're brought to life. I mean, it, it's it's what life's all about. It really, really is. Yeah. So, so let's talk a little bit more about these feelings about launch. When you say it's a marathon, um, what do you mean? Like, where are you right now? That um, and what have you learned so far? We talked about this a little before recording. The things you're going to share with other people who are then going to go through this process. What have you learned so far? If you have something to say, or you have something that you think is worth sharing, then do it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the road. Uh, you would say that you can find really good professionals like yourself mm-hmm. and like the developmental editors I've had. Everyone's helped pull me a little bit up the hill as I've gone. Don't be afraid. It's okay. And you may even find yourselves looking at others and saying, well, I think I want to do it a little bit better than that. I think I can do that. You're going to find your strengths. You're going to find your weaknesses. But one thing you are going to find is a whole new world. I've met a whole new world of people, of authors that I never thought would even be possible. I never thought two years ago I'd be sitting here on your podcast. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's just been an incredible run. Very, very, like you said, a labor of love, very intense in many ways. Um, very costly from both perspective, you know, emotionally, time-wise, dedication-wise. Um, but it will be something that I look back and I'll feel really proud of because I went and said, I'm going to do it. And as hard as it was, I think it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. 
Um, now what I talk about these friends that you've made along the way, is this like, you know, you've been posting on LinkedIn and doing a lot of that. Is that how? Yes. And I've met a lot of authors by joining some authors groups. I also, when I started doing my research, started looking at authors that I really thought were doing a great job. And uh, one of them obviously was you. Um, but I also found another, um, a woman named Amy Lyle, who's a comedian, who also has written some books, started following her show, thought what she did was amazing. Uh, we started having a dialogue, and now I'm a regular on her show. I'm going to start her show next um, week, doing little bits of motivational marketing here and there. So again, who would have thought? And uh, I found another woman that was on her show whose story blew me away, an author who went through a horrible life scenario and then ended up uh, walking the entire island of Manhattan called 20 Pieces. I, I forget the entire, the, the, the book is 20 Pieces. It's called 20 Pieces. But anyhow, she did that at say like 57, 58 and published just in September. And her whole life has changed. She's touring. She's going to book clubs, you know, helping other women. Uh, I've met some really, really interesting, great people. Yeah. I think that that's, that's something I hear over and over again. Like you think you're just going to do a book and then if you're open, what it can lead to, you know, never ends. You could have your own podcast. Um, you know, there's just, ne- there's, you just never know because it's going to serve you for the rest of your life. Well, yeah. And you told me, I remember going through this process and, you know, you're very specific in saying a lot of times when you write a book, it's, it's gain credibility. It's to help drive that business funnel a little bit. And at the time I didn't really have that really wasn't in my my realm of thinking. I knew I wanted to do something eventually, whether it be speaking, whether it be helping other people, whether it be marketing um, at, a, at a different level, being motivational. I really wasn't sure, but I went through the process. And I can tell you that it does give a tremendous amount of credibility. Once you say that you've published a book or that you have something to say about something, God knows you've spent hours and hours on it. You should have some expertise, right? right. Uh, and it's uh, given me a new confidence. So talk to me about how it's going to play into the speaking you're going to be pursuing and how it plays into motivational marketing. Well, I think I've learned a lot through my life. Um, I think I'm in a position of transitioning now and doing things that I've always wanted to do. I am really lucky. lucky. I uh, work as a chief marketing officer for a um, really rapidly growing financial services uh, firm, and they're really supportive. So that helps. I mean, it's, you know, you're a little afraid to come out there and be yourself sometimes, but they've been been tremendous in that way. So, you know, I really would love to be able to help folks, give them some guidance on how to position themselves, how to market themselves from a business perspective. What are some things that you can do every day to help you get to the top of your game? And I learned a lot of that just through the process and the tenacity of writing a book. I really, really got to tell you, having to pull all the elements together, it's almost like creating your own business. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Can you talk a little bit more about that? How is it like creating your own business? Well, I think you have to figure out what you want your book to say, what you want it, how you want it, what genre you want it in, who you want it to resonate with, who's your target market. And from a marketing perspective, I've marketed most of my adult life. This is different. You had to really understand, okay, are people searching for memoirs? Are they searching more for self-help books? Well, maybe you're not going to really benefit from Amazon ads. Maybe you're better to do podcasts. And they get it getting to the point of, okay, well, if I have books, I need to sell them. I need to buy one of those square things so I can put it on my phone and swipe cards. How does that work? Again, you're going from you know point A to point B, and you have to have a website. You can't. 
I don't think it's possible or, or I wouldn't, I'd recommend if you're going to write a book, you need to have some place for people to go to find out a little bit about you. It's very, very hard to you know start a, a following if you don't have anything where people can go to. So it's like a microcosm, small kind of business, but yeah. I've learned so much, so much. That's so interesting because it is, um, you know, what my big epiphany when I switched from writing to being an entrepreneur, really, it's like, we're all in sales. So you can either be in sales, making not a lot of money relying on your book, you know, royalties, or you can be in sales in a business because you're, you, it's a business anyway, um, especially, you know, whether you're traditionally published or not. So yeah. And so creating the website, you know, so when we first talked, which I think was probably like two and a half years it ago, was, now, it was. I remember saying to you, I don't like that title. I don't think you should do that because I, you know, really think it needs to be a business and you fought me on it and you won, which <laughs> doesn't always happen, but you know, you've really proven that it's, it's the passion and you're going to have a speaking career from it. And you're going to be this motivational marketer. You already are. So talk to me about that decision to, you know, not listen to me and just go, no, no, this is my book. This is the title. Well, you know, I think you've made me think a lot since then. And I, I got to tell you, I changed my website, the name of my website a bit to, to position it for that. It's more like something quickie can remember, you know, maybe it'd be a little bit broader. I think for me, the original premise of writing the book was just as an adventure. It evolved over the years when I started to see all that was involved in it and where you could start to find interest from other folks that people liked this, they thought it was funny. You know, I'd get notes from people saying, I have a granny who just passed and I just loved reading this about her or someone else. Your mother makes me laugh every day. Thank you so much for sharing that. She seems like a sweetheart. I started to realize that people, you know, you touch people in a different way. So my next book, and I'm starting to write it, is going to be much more business focused or much more value-based to be able to provide people some guidance and steps. This kind of, you know, morphed into a life lessons book, which to me has just inspired me in so many ways because of the people I've met and the platform I now have to be able to talk about the relationship with my mom, what she's taught me, what life lessons have I, I learned. I didn't realize that when you and I first talked, it, it kind of morphed into more of that and has now given me a platform, as you've said in so many of your podcasts, to do something with it. Your, your book has a long life ahead of this once you publish it. It doesn't stop. It just starts. And I'm seeing that. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. And so also, I'm sure you notice as you share, there are some things that really resonate and some things that like kind of don't get as much action. I know. Isn't that, that strange? It's weird. It's yeah, weird. I, yeah. I think sometimes people are going to think this is so funny. They don't. I'll post something else. I'm like, right. oh my God, they thought that was funny. Okay. Totally. It's really, it, you know, and, and I just had somebody on the podcast. I don't know if you've heard this one, um, Bonnie or listeners, but uh, uh, who wrote, who talks about writing a book in public 
and, you know, getting feedback as you're writing, which is what I'm going to try to do on my next book, because I just think it's such a fascinating process. It's the ultimate in market testing. Well, I think there is a lot to be said by that because I did take my TED title after you and I spoke and I put it out and I forget the, the, it's a website. I think you probably recommended it too, where you can kind of beta test the, the titles to anonymous folks. Um, I'd have to go back and look what it was called, but it was not expensive. And I put it out there three different runs and three times it came back that particular title. They liked the best. I had saucy best. I had, you know, different things and, and people were like, no, that makes it sound as if she's a hooker. I'm like, okay, I don't want my mom to be a hooker, you know, different <laughs> things, um, that I put out and that one seemed to resonate, which I, you know, I, I kind of said, okay, I'm, I'm going to listen to that a little bit, you know, but writing your book and getting feedback. That's scary. I know. That's vulnerable, know. putting yourself out there. So talk about um, fears around that. Like, yeah. you, you know, you mentioned being scared of uh, criticism. Do you think people are really going to criticize? I think in today's world, you have to be ready for anything. Everything is just out there for people to see. And I'm not so much... You know, I think I can handle that because I know my intentions. My mom and I, my brother and I have done amazing things to keep my mom in her home comfortable. She's got a good thing going. And we always said that, we'll, you know, she's taking us down the rabbit hole for sure. Um, but, you know, she's happy. Um, so I know that we treat her really, really well. And those who take any sort of, oh, my goodness, then, you know, I can brush that off. But I was a little afraid. I mean, I'm not a cursor, right? But there are in the, in this book, there are, you know, times where, you know, you say things in front of your parents and your friends and your family that you may not say to the world. So there are some, some situations in there that, you know, I talk about some colorful language from my mom and maybe one or two things from myself, but I think it's really being authentic. I think it's just people can relate. You know, there, there is nothing that may feel as good as one particular curse word we all say that you could ever find, you know, in a situation when you're really frustrated or sad. And so, I hope it comes across that way and not as any other way. Um, but that's probably my biggest fear that, and maybe offending someone with, with something my mom said, but she's, uh, she doesn't mean it in any, any bad way. It's just her generation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, don't you think that putting every time you put a little bit of it out on social media or wherever else, it takes that fear away. Cause you see that nobody's judging. I do, but I think there's a few things in there that I'm like, mm. But, you know, some of it was just too juicy. I just, you know, there's one or two things she says, and I, we just all start laughing. Even her aides send me stuff. I'm like, it's, I can't do that. Anna will get mad at me if I add anything more. I can't add no anything more. more. I'll save it for another one. But they still pass me things here and there, what my mom just said, and I just crack up. She's too funny. And so this, when you talk about public speaking and, you know, are you going to be making the book into a keynote or how, how are, how is the book playing into the plans for speaking? You know, I, I have a couple of topics I feel very strongly about, and I can attribute it to probably how my mom raised me. I can't say they'd always practice it wonderfully, but I can say, if I look from a generational standpoint, from what she had to what I have to what my daughter has. The one thing all three of us probably have is the spirit, this fighting spirit. And I would encourage others, just like it, that spirit has taken me through this process, that they need to do that for themselves. I feel as we as women sometimes, you know, and I guess I may be speaking for myself, may not have the self-esteem that we probably should based on whatever it is, maybe the way we were raised in situations. I think, you know, people have to take a step back and really 
if they, they have a future in mind, they need to envision that future and do it. And there are steps, just like a marketer, you position yourself for that success. Everything's about positioning. So let's figure out how to position you and your business or your brand for success. And that starts with uh, each of us kind of uh, knowing who we are and where we want to be in, in five, 10 years. I like it. That's a very good way to kind of take um, an underlying premise of the book, if not the, you know, and, and making it into something you, you and your daughter could speak together too. I, I said that to our sitter. Hey, honey, want to do a podcast? We'll see. <laughs> she's in law school now. So she's, like I said, it's very interesting. My mom went to ninth grade, right? That was it. She had the wherewithal to push me and say, you get your education. Don't ever depend on a man. She said that from the beginning. And she, she's right. I, I, you know, even though she depended on my dad, wonderful marriage, but it pushed me. I always remember that. And then I said the same thing to my daughter. So it's interesting how I think you find those levels of independence, which I'm really finding now in my later years of really being a little bit more free of saying, listen, you can do these things. You don't need anyone. I hope my daughter has that as a younger age at 25. Um, and so I'm sure she, it sounds like she does. Do you, so do you have in mind where you want to do the speaking and how that's going to go? I need to do a little more research, but it seems to me, you know, I know that you've got to either do it from a corporation side, from an association side, you know, I, I think there's a lot of professional groups out there now from a career focus or business focus, maybe those small to medium-sized businesses, medium to larger size businesses, uh, you know, maybe professional groups, uh, even, even corporations that are looking to kind of, you know, bring in some wellness or, or, or yeah. um, self-development for, for people. Um, I think everyone, no matter where we work or what we do, we all personally have dreams that we want our future to look like. And I think that we can do that. I think it's, it's almost like uh, looking at it as a business plan or a marketing plan and figuring out what those KPIs are, what you're going to measure yeah. against and how you're going to get there. Just like my book. Yeah. That's what I did with my book. So what are the KPIs for the book? Oh, gosh. Now that you say that, I think the speaking to me, it's going to be, be being able to maybe find that platform of speaking. I will already tell you the podcasts have been, you know, coming here, here and there. I mean, it's been pretty good. I haven't had a problem in that side. I think um, for me, giving me the yes, it's definitely worth writing a second one. So, um, you know, that's going to be uh, something that I, I kind of kind of look towards and say, okay, after this process is over, how hungry am I still? And what is it that I want to do next time? And I think the third one is going to be, am I really able to develop that larger brand for myself that I feel that if I can consult in some respect, serve on a private board, do some of those other things that I've always wanted to do in my life, do those th things come to fruition? Um, but also, I think my mom's reaction will be be one of those KPIs. The day that I actually sit down and she, you know, that that day will be a real big KPI. I love it. And her birthday, which we already discussed, is the same day coming up. I um, know. Are you going to do so? So are you? So what are you book partying? Are you going to wait until then? How are you doing it? I think so. I think we're going to try and plan it around the birthday time. I think, you know, if you look at it from a perspective of interest, that is of interest to her. She'll be 91. I think anyone that knows my mom would be motivated to come A, because it's her 91st birthday and B, it's because I'm, you know, launching the book in my hometown. That's where I have most of the following. I don't know about where you've, you know, you've been, uh, you know, through your professional career, a, a lot of different places, but it's still those hometown roots that seem to have the most interest. They know you growing up. They know your mom. They know your history. They're 
there is definitely a little bit more loyalty there than there is from other other realms of your life. So yeah, I'll do it probably around that time. I just got to get my button gear. It's a lot. <laughs> it's you know, a lot. I got one of those emails from you that I get from clients regularly. Oh my God, well, I've got to do this and I've got to do this and we've got to move the release date. And I have learned, I just go, let's discuss it later. Um, because it was only for a few days. It wasn't a whole, a whole lot. (laughs) A lot of people just rest assured, go through that exact, uh, I I've gotten that email a lot. Um, now, Oh, I had something super important to say. Oh, so, so what you need to do, because by the way, local does it when you live in Los Angeles, alas, nobody cares about a local success in Los Angeles. They're like, yeah, 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 whatever. I know. Same thing in New York. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope that you are going to contact your local paper and local news Absolutely. station and get them to cover the, her birthday party. Uh, uh, you know, and, and you talk though, that's kind of a hard thing too, right? You, you know, as an author, you, you want this, you want this kind of out there, but at the same time, you don't ever want to feel like you're exploiting anyone. It's this weird kind of a feeling. Have you felt that? I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, this yeah. is a great thing, but well, wait a minute. Are people going to think it's a little odd? You know? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yours is an interesting thing, but like, you for that reason, but you are, you love her so much and it's such a celebration and she'll love it so much. Oh that's, God. How can that be exploitative? You know, there's this quote that I just put in a, a newsletter that's upcoming. So it's not coming out for a couple of weeks, but it was this agent who was talking about, you know, when you put it out there, buy my book or here's my book, you feel like what you're saying is love me, validate me. And it's the worst feeling in the world, but you're not saying that what you're saying is I've got something that may be useful to you. And you really have to change your thinking around that because, um, you know, what your book has done for me and it will do for anybody who reads it is, oh my God, I should appreciate my mother more. Oh my God, my mother doesn't have a lot of time left. You know, that is, you are giving a gift to people. It's not about you and it's not really about Bess either. Do you know what I mean? No, and I'll tell you one thing that I learned as a daughter, and sometimes we don't understand our parents' love language. After writing this book, because there were so many common threads with food and taking a bath, that I started to realize that's her way of saying, I love you. Did you eat yet? Would you like something to drink? Would you... I mean, it is, if it can become to the point where you think, what is wrong with this woman? That's the love language. And that's one of the things I'm taking away from doing this project. Right. I love that. Well, so um, we have to, we have to wrap up. Do you have any la- uh, final words for, you know, really looking at your book as a business advice for people, what you wish you'd known before that you had to learn the hard way? I think that you really, if you're going to do this, you want to do it properly. So I would definitely say that you need to partner with someone um, that can take you through that process. I think you need to get good developmental editors. You're just going to be spinning your wheels if you don't leverage the knowledge of other people. First time going through is very, very difficult. And um, yeah, I just want to thank you know you and your team as well have been just amazing. Um, I, I You have to really feel confident in the process. And, and that's been something that I would highly recommend to anyone. Make sure that you understand, embrace the process, but don't try and do it all by yourself. It's very difficult. 
Yeah. And I can attest to that too, because a lot of people come to us having tried to do it all by themselves and they are at their wits end and it didn't work out and it's not. Yeah. I mean, in the same way you don't try to cure yourself, you go to a doctor, you know, go to the experts. Yeah. It's worth it. If, if you really want to do it right and you want to feel good about it at the end, you will. So, so if people want to find out more about you, grab the book, all the things, where should they go? Meet Bonnie H. That's my website, meetbonnieh.com. And it's and, your, uh, yeah. is it your social too? Uh, no, my, my social is, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my Instagram is meetbonnieh and Facebook the same. I love it. Well, Bonnie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And listeners, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for joining me this week on Entrepreneur Publishing Academy with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to entrepreneurpublishing.academy where you can get links to show notes and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and all the other places. Speaking of those places, if you got anything out of this show, I can't tell you how much I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. And please, don't forget you can tell an author or entrepreneur friend about the show. Another forget-me-not, my company, Legacy Launchpad Publishing, is available to help industry leaders and those with stories to share at any stage in their publishing journeys, whether that's writing, editing, or publishing. Just go to LegacyLaunchpadPub.com to find out more. And be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode. You know, if you subscribe, you never have to worry about missing one.